is the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show where entrepreneurs share their own unique stories, discuss business trends, the impact of technology, and their entrepreneurial journey, plus how you can benefit from their products and services. Join your host, Derek Williams, and today's special guest as he takes you on a journey through interviews with innovators in the trucking and logistics industry. This is the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast. Here's Derek. Greetings, everyone. Today, we have a special guest by the name of Michelle Lenore. CEO of Lens Consulting Firm and Michelle Lenore Enterprises. Michelle is an extremely intelligent young lady, full of joy and very passionate about assisting women and minority small businesses gain thousands to millions of dollars in contracts from the government sector and corporate industries. Michelle also offers a wealth of knowledge strategic skills, and training in building a top-notch LinkedIn profile to showcase your amazing gifts and talents and so much more. And I do mean more. Without any further delay, let's join in with Michelle. Greetings, Michelle. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. It is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day in Peachtree City, Georgia, so I can't complain. Oh, wow. Peach Tree City, Georgia. <laughs> all right. All right. Yes, ma'am. It's a beautiful day here in uh, Virginia, too. Nice and sunny. I think it's uh, supposed to get up to the low 60s today. So That's good. Yeah. No, same here. The, you know, the weather's been going up and down and everything. But you know what? It's just the weather. So we we have to enjoy it. Right. Exactly. Take advantage of the good days and the not so good days. Still make the best out of those, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes ma'am. So, Michelle, how about sharing a little bit, um, you know, about yourself with our audience and, you know, listeners, you know, tell us all about yourself and if you don't mind. No, absolutely. Okay. So uh, my, my name is Michelle Lenore and I am the owner of a few companies. Uh, the one that I'm really, really kicking off right now is Michelle Lenore Enterprises. And this helps small businesses really leverage government contracting, but first they have to get government certified. And then once they get government certified, then how to, again, leverage that certification uh, within the LinkedIn space. So that's just, you know, the quick synopsis of helping small businesses tap into millions and perhaps depending on how big you are, billions of dollars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, um, I have four children. And um, two girls, two boys. In fact, uh, my daughter, her birthday uh, is uh, is coming up or it's okay. already here. And um, so I'm super excited about that. She's the last one, the last one in March. And then I start all over again in January. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> all like right. It all over with in March. <laughs> and um, so we had moved originally from um, Detroit. Uh, my late husband and I, uh, we had moved from Detroit because we know Detroit was not just at the time a great place. 
uh, to raise children. And so we moved to North Carolina. And just recently, you know, you heard me say Peachtree City. Right. Um, we had moved. Uh, we had went ahead and moved to uh, to the Atlanta area. And just there's so much opportunity that's here. There's so much growth that's here that um, my children, I was able to recognize that my children are very much global type individuals that I could see them traveling around the world. And Mm -hmm. Atlanta had seemed to be just a great place to relocate. Mm, Okay. Well, shout out to your daughter. She happens to listen to this. Happy birthday to her. (laughs) Yes. Wow. So you, you've you connected some dots there from Detroit to North Carolina and now to Georgia. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah, Georgia, that's that's like the haven right now. That's like the Mecca. It really, really is. It's great energy here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I, I absolutely love it, um, you know, because I do have uh, younger children because I do have my two younger children with me that, um, you know, I live a little ways away. So we won't mm-hmm. get all caught up in the fun. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I'm still able to do uh, just just, you know, make great connections and just do great business. You know, right. Atlanta, Atlanta is just a great place to be. Gotcha. Yes, ma'am. So tell me this, how how did you come to have an interest in the government contracting field? I mean, was it due to some previous jobs that led you up to that or just something sparked in you one day? And you say, you know what, this would be a good business opportunity. What what led up to it? Well, over it's been over 10 years um, that I've been helping professionals and small businesses just really grow. And, you know, when you begin to really hone what your skill set is um, and what your gifts and your talents are, uh, that I began to research. And um, so I had done some things with the government before. And so when I would have conversations with people, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, we don't we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're kidding me. And they're like, no. And so even and I won't say uh I won't say their name on here, but an organization, (laughs) they didn't even tell me about it um, as because even though I was doing this before I had incorporated my business, they Mm. never told me about this opportunity. And so I was like, okay, so I know if they're not telling me, others don't know about it. And when they were telling me some of the information, it was more of the fee based opportunities instead of the free based opportunities. Right. Okay. And so um, so having conversations with different small businesses and different industries, they didn't know what DBE is. They sort of heard of MBE and they didn't know about the ACDBE. There's so much ABCs to the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the government certifications, you know, um, that they didn't realize that if they were certified in these particular areas that not only could they take these certifications and bid on government contracts, that they could also take these certifications, go onto a platform like LinkedIn and let corporations know that they are a minority owned company because these companies, these large corporations, these billion dollar corporations, they're actually getting government contracts also. Right. And so according to those government contracts, they have to have a certain percentage of minorities that's working under those contracts so they won't get penalties. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, yeah. So the Raiders a little bit. I mean, I can go all. I can. I can. Dig, I can dig really deep into it. <laughs> Yes, man. Well, we're going to let you get your chance on that just a little bit. <laughs> so so how long has um, programs from the federal and state and local government been around to help minorities and women and disadvantaged individuals? How, how long has that been around? Do you know? Ooh, it's been over, it's been more than 25 years. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And so the push has really come, you know, because... You know, we're looking around and you and we hear complaints all the time. You know, there's no funding for minorities. Right. There's no funding for women. There's no, you know, and it's true. There is mm-hmm. it was like, where is it? Or it's harder for us to get funding. Um, we still have the stigma as a, just a woman. Like, OK, is she if she's younger, is she's going to have children. Will she be able to take care of the children and still mm-hmm. make money to pay back this loan? You know, things like right. that. Um, right. I mean, even even that happens in the corporate space, yes, you know, ma'am. that, you know, women weren't able to excel to where they possibly can go because of the stigma of being pregnant. And I would have to say, um actually in the transportation space, I hear Mm -hmm. that a lot, you know, especially from the female drivers, you know, if they do get pregnant, then how are they supposed to provide for their family? So, so, you know, that's a, that's a real issue in itself. And so fast forward, um, I think it helped, you know, with Kamala Harris being vice president and pushing that along with Joe Biden of saying, okay, we really need to let, um, we really l- need to let the minorities know that there is a space for them to learn how to get funding. And so mm-hmm. he really he put in a decree that every state had to have a specialized um, a place or organization to help companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, it's just not one. And right. even though it's always been there, you know, in all uh-huh. the states, it, there's always been things out there for the states. But he really made it declare, and there have been so many webinars on it, uh, letting small businesses know that funding is out there for them. That uh, most definitely, we want you to get certified so you can bid on these contracts. Uh, again, though, as a small business owner, we have to put forth the effort. And right. actually find these offices that's, mm-hmm. again, like I said, in every state and in some states like Texas. And I, I tease one of my clients. I said, Texas is its own country. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Texas, they got stuff all over the place, you know, and right. Texas and, of course, uh, the Atlanta area, Georgia. They have right. many um businesses, offices, uh, locations, and so does North Carolina. Of course, I know about North Carolina because I live there. So, um, mm-hmm. so I know if it's in these areas that there are, they're in other states also. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's amazing the information that's out there that we don't know about. Um, case in point, like many years ago when I was like really bad and down on my luck going through hard times, what I didn't know, I don't know about any other state. But like I had a huge medical bill and at the time, I think I was out of work or something like that. I basically didn't have no money to pay for it. So the representative I talked to on the phone, which, you know, of course, it was a bill collector. Um, you know, 
<laughs> you know, I just told her the truth. So she was like, Mr. Williams, hold on a second. And she put me on hold. She came back. She was like, there is a program out there for people that is like in your situation or worse or whatever. And she was like, a lot of people don't know about it because they're not truthful with us. So she's like, all I need to do is ask you. I think it was no more than three questions. Oh, that's good. And, you know, I went through those three questions over the phone. Didn't have to sign nothing. And that qualified me to basically have that whole bill paid for Mm -hmm. due to that program that was out there. But she was like, you know, I never heard of it. And she was like, a lot of people don't know about this. I was like, wow. And um, whenever... I've met somebody that I know is truly going through hard times. You know, I have to share that. You know, I'm not going to keep that to myself. Absolutely. I I love that you said that, um, that you are honest and truthful. And you're like, look, this is what's happening. And Mm -hmm. that's some of the conversations that I have with some of the small businesses. I'm like, uh, there's there's grants out here. There's Mm -hmm. grants out here for small businesses. But the thing is that do you have your paperwork in order? Right. You know, do you have a separate bank account? Have you filed your taxes? Um, you know, it's like, do you have a way to get paid? That's again, that's separate from something personal. You know, sometimes, you know, some people are like, ah, cash app is this, that, and the other. Well, you know, if you use right. it right, just as your business and have things separated and, and documented, then you can use that. You know, my thing is, um, if you have things documented correctly, that when these opportunities come, that like you said, very simple question. Um, I did it. I did it with, I want to say last year, the year before last, when I was living in North Carolina, mm-hmm. they wanted to know who was affected by COVID, where everybody was affected by COVID. Right. And, right. Um, you know, some folks are like, well, you know, I, I don't know if this is a program that I want to be a part of. I was like, well, first of all, it's not really per se a program. It was mm-hmm. when I say free money, like there wasn't stipulations. It didn't have to go towards payroll. You know, it doesn't it didn't have to go to a bill. It could go anything to help your business. And so that was one of the things that I loved about that grant and it was, I think it was four questions. I'm like you, because right. I had my stuff in order. They wanted to mm-hmm. know, okay, if we send this money, it has to go to a bank account that has your business name. Okay. Okay. And so then the other thing was like, they, they were like, well, we have to see a client that you would have had. But for some reason, you know, because of COVID, they had stepped out. This could have been anybody making a, whatever amount of money, because I believe that everybody did that. You know, it's like, a customer might have stepped back that could have been used and within a week to week and a half the money was in my account and mm. so when i was telling individuals that i was like you guys you got to do it now because funds run out you know but yeah, while some true. were getting ready other mm-hmm. ones were already ready and when i say those funds ran out they were like oh the funds are going to be available until the end of the year and the program started in september when uh-huh. I say at the end of September, it was the funds were depleted. Wow. Good gracious. <laughs> Ooh, my goodness. So is that ties into the age old saying, be prepared so you don't have to get prepared. Right. Something like that I've heard. Yeah, yeah wow. be ready so you don't have to get ready. Get ready. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, because every day or hour that that actually can add up, make the difference from you getting funding or not getting funding. You may actually miss out. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Ah, my goodness. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, how about um telling us about the meat and bones about uh, Lens Consulting Firm. Tell us all about it. What do you do and what do you offer? Lay it on us. Uh, lay it on. <laughs> so, uh, so within Lens Consulting Firm, that is where a lot of my, uh, my training is at. And again, the growth um, of a small business and of a professional. And from start to finish, you know, some of the small business owners say, Michelle, I don't need um, a resume. A business owner always needs a resume. Um, The purpose of that resume, of course, is to let a client, even a partner or an investor know um, what your capabilities are as that person. Um, so I say always have a resume, update your resume, you know, when you do something new, um, you know, every, I would say twice a year, you know, every six months, update that resume. Okay. Um, the next thing is that as a small business, your small business has to have a resume, mm. which we call a capability statement. So this okay. capability statement here is it allows, um, again, a potential investor or a big client to see what your business is capable of. All right. And so on that capability statement, we're talking about, so if you're in trucking, um, are you over the road? Are you local? Are you national, regional? So all of that information is within that document. Um, Also, it has your authority information on there. It has your DOT information on there. It has your DUNS information. Again, This document shows that you are a viable company and for the government certifications, you know, what type of government certifications do you have? Again, so they don't have to do the research for it. All of that information is there. The great thing about the capability statement, so I get really excited about this, Mm -hmm. that you can partner up with someone and you can use that person's business experience and your business experience and put it on that one documentation and present it to a high value client. And then they Mm. see you guys experience together. So this is a very, very valuable marketing tool, um, professional document that all small businesses and large businesses should have, but more so the large businesses, uh, they have more of a portfolio. So of course it's several pages, but all small businesses should have that. So I do offer, uh, those services. And then I also offer training in how to get DBE certified with well, DBE, MBE, WBE, ACBBE. <laughs> that sounds like a TV channel. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's like how to get these certifications, especially in the transportation space, even though anyone can be in any industry to get the certification, especially if you do some type of consulting or training. But again, this lets corporations, this let everyone know that you are a minority uh, company. You're a minority owned company because they have to know, you know, there's fraudsters that's out there that says, okay, you know, it may be a black face, maybe the representative, but when in reality, there's someone who's not considered as a minority who's pulling the strings. And so, um, so you want to have a a certification like that. 
And through mm-hmm. the government, you can get that type of certification uh, for free. It's not an annual uh, fee um, to pay. And then there's some that there's annual fees. And those are those are good certifications or organizations to be a part of. Also, it's just right. all about doing your homework. So I come in and I condense that. You know, so that is my specialty that we have those conversations. I see what's the best match for your company and, of course, for your budget. Oh, wow. You know, what you made me think of is relating it to the actual job field. So it's basically like going for an interview, let's say a professional company, um, having your resume. And then also in some cases, I guess you would have to have a portfolio, maybe showing you different experiences, certifications, awards and things of that nature. So I guess it kind of the same aspect, but two different what fields, I guess you could say. Well, yeah, well, it's it's like like I said, for the portfolio, that's usually, um, uh, you know, that's usually for a really large Fortune 500 company or a larger company. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. um but when once you hit, hit the millions, uh, a company's portfolio also. Right. Um, again, it gives more explanation. But the capability statement it helps to lead into that portfolio status. So again, if you you are working with the corporation and mm. they want to offer a ten million dollar contract uh, mm. to you, then that portfolio comes into play. So right. again, but they will be asking for the principal or the primary individual who is mm-hmm. over that particular project or that contract, they're going to ask for your resume. They want to know right. what you're all about. Right. And so, and believe it or not, they're peeping you out before they even <laughs> invite you in. And mm-hmm. when I say LinkedIn is a lifesaver for a lot of folks, people have made millions off of LinkedIn. You know, I had one client in the transportation space. She mm-hmm. was able to leverage her certification, uh, her certifications that was from the government. And she was able, they, they were like, well, we didn't know that you were a minority owned business. Right. And it was until that I had updated her information showed that she was an MBE. So MBE within the government space is for a minority uh, woman owned business okay. that she was able to get a multi-million dollar contract. Wow. So there is, when I say there's money everywhere, uh-huh. There's money everywhere. Sometimes we have to spend a little money to get a whole lot of money or spend True. a little time so people know what our stance of our company is. Then right. that is the right is what we have to do. You know, like mm-hmm. right now I have two more classes, two, <laughs> two more classes before <laughs> um, before I get my master's. I'm getting a dual master's degree. Good and gracious. thank you. And some yes. people are like, well, why are you getting a master's degree and you're and you're a, a entrepreneur, you're a small business owner, because for me to step into corporate America, that's uh-huh. what they recognize. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they want to see that hardware. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Wow. That is awesome. Well, I noticed you're huge on LinkedIn. That That's a staple point of yours, it seems like. So the question I have in reference to that, what makes LinkedIn so much more effective compared to all the other social media platforms out there? What's what's the unique attributes that makes it the place to be? Well, LinkedIn for me and for a lot of people is where you'll find 
usually some solid information about any industry. Um, okay. There's usually not like fluff, you know, there's not like flash in right. some of the other social media uh, platforms. Uh, we don't care what you have for breakfast. <laughs> we don't, you know, it's like, we don't care what you plan to have for dinner. True. Um, unless you're a chef. So again, LinkedIn, right. if that's your specialty, Mm-hmm. Then my thing is like rock it out, but right. um, but know that it's also it could be a very political type platform. Um, mm-hmm. So I do talk with my uh, clients about you know be careful about your stance, but if you're strong about it and if you're willing uh, to lose clients over that, then that's fine. Me, I don't talk. I I don't talk about it. I do respect whoever's in the office at the time. If that's right. who the people said the president is, that's it. That's all. We, I, right. I have nothing to say about that. And mm-hmm. when he or she passes a bill that helps my business, <laughs> thumbs up. You know, <laughs> know like, right? yeah. I'm just saying, you know, more right, money, right? right? More exactly. opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I always move in that direction. I always move in the direction of uplifting. And that's what that platform is really about. It's uplifting and educational. And because mm-hmm. it set itself uh, up at that type of standard and at that bar, then when you begin to connect with individuals within that space, you're thinking business. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, when I connect with her, will she be a client, customer, partner, investor, um, or just maybe just a great connect, you know, for right. somebody else? So mm-hmm. that's how I connect with individuals. And a lot of people connect that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you connect that way in mind that when you do come across an opportunity, you're already connected with them. You've already have some type of rapport with them. And when it times, even when it comes to uh, women's month, you know, Hey, it's March, <laughs> right. They've already connected right. with me. They were like, you know what? I want to go ahead and have her on this panel. I want to reach out to her and have her on this panel. I want right. her to be a part of this program, you know? So again, it's, it's a relationship. Right. And of course, you know, some relationships are more in depth than others, you know, cause it's like, uh, I have, uh, close to 15,000 followers. I can't wow. have an in-depth relationship with everybody. That would just absolutely be impossible. Exactly. But, we, but we do know it's a, it's a social media platform. So, right. uh, so that's fine. But again, um, I'm able to connect others with, uh, with, you know, with my connections on that platform. Mm-hmm. And in fact, one of my clients who I'm working with, um, he wanted to be connected to one of the Fortune 500 CEOs. Well, he's the first connect. And I was like, absolutely. Let me do it. Let me do a warm introduction. Uh, let them know all about you. And then you guys take it from there. You know, it's, right. it's always us helping each other. And it's uh, it's a great tool to have to Look for contracts. I'm talking about big contracts. I'm talking about six right. figure contracts. I'm talking about seven mm. figure contracts. You, mm. you can have mm. smaller contracts too. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we talk corporations, they got that. Right. Money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. My goodness. Yeah, all of us, all I've seen the money like that is on TV or, or uh, <laughs> uh, you know, magazine. I haven't experienced it personally, not yet. Yet. Keyword right. is yet. Right. <laughs> All righty. So what what basic steps, um, I guess you say, should a business owner do on LinkedIn to attract 
bigger companies and clientele, you know, beyond just creating a, a regular business profile and periodically posting. Do you have any tips on that or suggestions? Absolutely. Um, show yourself as an industry expert and a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, every small business, there is a professional side to every business. You know, if you're looking to make money, uh, you may be that back office person, you know, when it starts off. But mm-hmm. what is the professional side? What is what is the talk in the industry? You know, right now, obviously, it's transportation and logistics. It's huge. Yeah. You know, yes. and it's not always about the trucker shortage. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, um, I, I know that's huge. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But uh, if I'm correct, uh, I believe one of your guests uh, talks about retention. That's right. That goes across any board, you know. So right. how do you keep people um, in in a place of employment instead mm-hmm. of you having all of this turnover? So if that is your specialty, talk about it. You know, so if you're a recruiter, you don't just have to talk about uh, recruitment in the IT industry. You could talk about, again, recruitment across any industry because a lot of the stuff holds true in the same way. You know, are we treating right. our employees right? Are we giving them benefits? I mean, we can go that across the board and, you know, sometimes mat- money doesn't matter. You know, right. nurses, I'm sure they've bumped up their rates, maybe double to triple. But mm-hmm. if they're not getting respect, uh, if they're not getting time off, they're getting burnt out, they're going to leave. So it's sure not will. always about money, you know, and then again, we flip it to the truck drivers, you know. Um, some of them, they don't get respect because I, I remember back in the day, they'd be like, ah, they just truck drivers. Right. Well, exactly. how in the world I'm going to get my Amazon packages? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, what? They the truck drivers. That's they're, right. They're bridges to my, you know, to my right. next, you know, fashion statement or something. Exactly. <laughs> yep. They're the heartbeat of America, really, right. of the country. Absolutely. Know? So yeah. are we respecting that, you know? And, um, and so I, I'm really, you know, even though I help everyone within any industry concerning these government certifications, because that uh, the bill that Biden has signed off, that trillion dollar bill for infrastructure, it is the opportunity for anyone in trucking, transportation and logistics to get a piece of that trillion dollars. Right. But they have to be government certified. They have to be a government vendor. You have to file your taxes. <laughs> you have to file your taxes. They're not going to give you free tax money. You have right. to file your taxes and they will follow up on that. And of course, there's some other stipulations that are out there, but you have to be ready. And on the flip side of that, you're showing all of that on LinkedIn mm-hmm. that if you are a minority, a small company who knows about what's happening in the industry, who knows about these automated trucks you know, when are they going to come on the road? What will happen to the worker? You know, what are we doing for next steps? When you're showing that, you're showing that you're forward thinking. And right. when you show that you're forward thinking and you're putting that in post that you don't have to do every day. That's one thing about LinkedIn. You don't have to post every day, right. once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having, again, a professional stance. So when you're out there, you're showing the professional side of things. So when someone wants to offer that large contract to you, then you have the look and you're talking to talk. Right, right. 
You know, I saw that's that's good information. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I saw a posting a little while back that you know I better not say it. It just it, it, <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> I, I don't want to get hemmed up, but I'll kind of hint around to it. Um, basically, saying that LinkedIn is basically of the tuxedo world of s- social media. And it's uh, maybe one in particular other social media platform is kind of the ghetto. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the name of that one on, on air. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but see, for you to say that, do you want to get a contract from the tuxedo world or from mm-hmm. the ghetto? And, right, and who right. has the money? We're all playing a game. You That's know, right. we, we all have to know the rules of engagement. So what are the rules of engagement? So if I'm looking to go on this other website to or this other social media platform to capture Mm -hmm. the attention of these individuals, I know that uh, the offering may be smaller. So Mm -hmm. I'm aware that um, I can loosen up some. Uh, I'm very I'm very traditional. I'm extremely traditional. I'll tell you that Mm -hmm. from the jump is that corporate thing. Just but. Um, but I know how to, you know, I know how to loosen up a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, the thing is that if I'm looking for high value dollars, mm-hmm. I know where I'm going. That's all. That's I'm right. That. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes, indeed. You got to know where to go and mm-hmm. how to position yourself. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. So do you have any, um, you know, any material, you know, um, ebooks or books that actually help people to learn more about LinkedIn and you know, the different facets of it to become really good? Absolutely. So I have books. Uh, I have books all out there on Amazon. They're all out there on Amazon, y'all. So, um, okay. yeah, so I do have a LinkedIn book out there. It is under uh, my previous name, Michelle Weathersby, instead of Michelle Lenore. But it'll okay. pull up because I, I tagged everything together. But I do have a, I do have a LinkedIn book out there. That shows step by step. Um, also, I have a uh, LinkedIn uh, workshop, hour and a half workshop uh, at mm-hmm. the end of this month oh, um, okay. that I'll be holding. And so it's virtual. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I'm also working with another young lady within the transportation space about how to leverage LinkedIn within the logistics space, which is, again, like I said, is really important because this is the season. There's there's two seasons. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I'll go back to LinkedIn. But there's two okay. seasons. There's the season of people who are in, again, the trucking, transportation, and the logistics space. And okay. I don't want them to miss that season on right. any platform. And then, okay. there, and then there's the season of the minority woman business owner. You know, again, people are looking. We are looking for diverse companies. But because you can get like two for the price of one. So if it's a woman, which is considered as a minority, and if she's a minority woman, then that's two checks. That always looks great for corporations. That looks Mm. great for governments. And so if we uplift each other, whoever is in that space, that we're going to bring other people up. You know, so if, if you're not there, that, you know, again, we know seasons change. And Mm -hmm. so, again, uh, within LinkedIn, within the LinkedIn book and in the workshops, uh, I go step by step because I know how important it is to present just a great uh, professional persona 
to that investor, to that partner, to that client, so that business can make money. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I see you thorough as well. You are thorough. Yeah. <laughs> so you say the end of this month that you'll be holding it? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. It's it's okay. hour and a half. Question it's a live session, questions and answers. Um, okay. I love to at, you know, answer those questions because okay. again, you know, where that where is how we learn. Right. Yeah, make sure you tag me in that um on LinkedIn so I can absolutely. be sure to share it too. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's awesome. So um I have to ask you this. Okay. <laughs> you talked about it a little briefly earlier. Can you explain what each of some of the acronyms mean <laughs> and the purpose of them? Because I know when I look and I saw it on your website and uh, LinkedIn, I've seen somewhere else. It makes me think of my job. I'm I'm an electrician. <laughs> and where I came from one field and transition into another, the previous field, we didn't really have a whole lot of acronyms. But when I went to mm-hmm. another field, it was acronym city. So when I went there, you know, most of everybody was saying blase, blase, this and that, all of it was acronym talk. And I'm like, what the devil is y'all talking <laughs> about? Will you please say it in, you know, regular terms? So uh, when I saw all these acronyms, I was like, who, what? <laughs> So, uh, you know, not to put you on blast. No, that, no, but- that's fine. That, thank you. No, because I'll go in and just like. So the yes, acronyms, ma'am. as I call it, the ABCs of government certifications. So mm-hmm. DBE stands for Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. And that's uh, anyone that is a small business and is a minority can receive that certification. So you could be okay. male or female as long as you are minority Black, um, Native American, Hispanic, um, Asian. Um, so anyone who falls underneath that uh, that space. Okay. The next is the MBE. So the MBE is for only for minority women. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that stands for Minority Business Enterprise. Um, again, you know, they came up with the acronyms, not me. I'm like, well, isn't right. that? But well, don't that, you know, right. So, <laughs> so the next one is WBE, and that stands for Woman uh, Business Enterprise. Now, okay. that can only be for white women. So at first I was like, but it says woman. I'm a woman. They're like, but you're black. So that's, you fall back to MBE. Again, right. they had to separate it. And sometimes you'll see MWBE meshed into one, and that's just pretty much minority woman um, business enterprise. The next one is ACDBE, and that is to work uh, and do business at the airport. So that's a a concession, airport concession, um, disadvantaged business enterprise that will Mm -hmm. allow you to do services and businesses uh, within the airport, within your state. Um, And so that's just the one piece. Then we also have hub. Um, Hub is historically underutilized business. Uh, There's quite a few states that have hub Um, is not as rigorous as to get that certification uh, as the DBE certification. So, again, for the hub. Um, you just have to be a minority-owned business, a minority-owned small business. Um, so you can have that classification. Uh, like I said, that's one of the easier ones to get. But 
Um, I teach more on the DBE side of things because once you get your DBE, then you get grandfathered in with that hub certification. And that hub certification is really important to have because there's money set aside just for hub. Okay. Okay, I know that's a whole nother conversation. Um, And then you have the WOSB, which is woman owned small business. And then the EDWOSB, which is economically disadvantaged woman owned small business. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that you can go into like, like for FEMA. So you can be uh, a FEMA contractor uh, and that could be for anybody. But those other ones uh, briefly uh, that I spoke about, oh, I know I forget one, forgot one, Hub Zone. Okay. So Hub Zone, that one is that your business have to be located in on the map, according to the United States, where there is not a whole lot of opportunity. So your mm-hmm. so your business have to be there. And then 35% or more of your employees have to actually live in a hub zone area. So, um, so I mean, it's just, it's great opportunity, you know, for businesses who want to get these government contracts Mm -hmm. that they can go ahead and, and look at all of this information and say, okay, how can I really utilize, um, getting these government uh, uh, contracts? Because most businesses, most large businesses that we know of right now, these fortune 500 companies have had government contracts or still do they don't talk about them but they still right. do yep yeah oh okay wow so a silly question is there like any type of business that you automatically would be disqualified from even being a potential um i don't know how to really say it but you know say for instance if you are a lawn have a lawn business is that something that would could even qualify for a government contract or that's Absolutely. not a good enough business? Oh, no, that's that's okay. excellent because it, it falls under landscaping. Okay. So, yeah, so they absolutely look for individuals with everything. Whatever the government buys, they are looking for them for a vendor for that. Okay. Um, I would have to say uh, they do ask you about firearms, um, right. alcohol sales, um, of course, some of the, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Mm-hmm. We'll say gentlemen clubs. Ah. <laughs> ah, right? Yeah. So if you try to certify those, um, the government will be like, ah, maybe not. So, um, right. so my thing is like, ah, not that, but like within the beauty industry, they, though that's needed. You know, all right. of that's needed, the training of uh, ladies who are coming out of prison. So if you have uh, a beauty salon and you train um, individuals that you can actually have a training program and you can submit that as a government vendor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you didn't learn me something. Again. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So being that you cert- certified yourself in that, um, are you... Do you have to be, I can say, qualified in every state in the USA or um, is it yourself? Or are you certified in a certain number or are you certified in the whole USA? Yes. Yeah, so that makes you do, sense. No, you do. It, it does make sense. So you okay. have to certify in every state. So okay. I'm certified in over 20 states. I think it's 25 now. I'm, I'm debating if I'm going to keep a couple of them or not. 
Okay. Um, and so first you have to be certified in your home state. All right. And then after you're certified in your home state, then you can, uh, you know, you can, you can expand from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they'll ask for similar information from your home state, but then they'll ask for other stuff. You're like, they didn't ask this, this for my home state. So there's right. always a foundation. And so I work with that, with that foundation, like there's a foundation. And then from that foundation, then we go out from that. You know, if you're married, then you have to fill out certain information. If you've been divorced, you have to fill out certain information. Uh, if you own real estate, again, this is this is state by state. And sometimes not even state by state. It's, it's region by region. Right. You know, I was just talking mm-hmm. with a client on the phone the other day and, um, and she lives in Georgia. So my one client who just recently got his certification, he had to mm-hmm. mail his in. Because that's um, the region that he was in or that county. Okay. The county she lives in, she has to do it on the digital platform. Okay. So, again, you know, I have those conversations uh, with the individuals. And, uh, and in fact, I have a course that is coming out, online course, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of this month. I know I'm doing everything at the end of this month. But, uh, <laughs> that's the end of this month that um, that I get a chance to start pre-selling. Um uh, very, very soon. So I'll be pre-selling okay. that. So individuals, again, they can get the basis. They can get the step-by-step. They can rewind. They can go back. Um, and so because I'm very much a teacher, uh, I, I do the step-by-step. This is not uh, a type of course where it's like, okay, I gave you this course. Now you have to contact me for the next level. No, this right. one is very comp- comprehensive. Okay. Uh, and it will take a little time. But, you know, what is, you know, that little bit of time and that little bit of money when you can mm-hmm. get thousands to millions of dollars for your company? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely if you if a person is wise, they will make sure they have the time to, you know, do what they need to do is it definitely will pay off. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. I can tell you got a teacher spirit about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. You're not short. You know, some people are, you know, short and stuff, but you you are very thorough when you explain stuff. And that's good. That is very good. Because with me personally, I, I I like somebody that's thorough when they explain this stuff to me. You know, don't be short and, you know, like my wife uh, sometimes, say, you know, to the point, no, <laughs> you explain that thing to me so I can understand it thoroughly. Right. Absolutely. So uh, I see you very thorough on what you do. So um, the DBE program, you know, I see that's that's like the thing to be, huh? Absolutely. That, Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, now, okay. now is the time. Now it's time. Go get your money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you mentioned some of them, but are there any other like key qualifications to potentially qualify? Is there like any really big nuggets? I know you have to have your paperwork, you know, and all that stuff. Right, right. Taxes. Taxes, You have to have your taxes. You have to have your personal taxes. If you don't have your personal taxes, you got to get on that because if you don't have it, you won't get the money. Um, You know, even if you're paying some taxes back, some Uh uh, some departments will work with you. Some will not. You know, it's all in the it's all in the contracts. It's all in the information. But, you know, as it's different, if you're coming, you know, from out of high school and you're starting your own business, then 
That one, okay. But right. as an adult, you cannot be a 35-year-old adult and never have filed your taxes and, <laughs> and, um, and expect to do business with the government Ooh. and expect to get grants and stuff because they will ask you. They will ask right. you for that information. Wow. I, I know that's the right here that when I say that, that the, uh-huh. everybody's like, whoo, what? Oh, well, yeah. taxes and a separate bank account. Okay. Yes. Yes. You know, you okay. just get one from the uh, credit union. I think right. they charge, depending on what credit union, you know, they might charge you from one to five dollars a month, you know, mm-hmm. comparable to a bank. Right. You know, it's, but it's worth it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make sure your stuff is right and tight. Yes. all right well appreciate you sharing that is there um i guess say a minimum net worth that would keep a business from being eligible to qualify for the dbe program no it's not a minimum there's a maximum Mm -hmm. you cannot be worth over 1.32 million dollars minus your primary home and your primary car oh Mm -hmm. okay yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, um, is there any other? Uh, well, you say you do have books out there on Amazon to actually help you with these different phases that you're talking about, plus your workshops and <clears throat> you do lives on. I do. I do lives. I have okay. uh, pre-recorded uh, opportunities, and then I also have one-on-one. Um, oh, good. Yeah, good. yeah. So some people they were like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. I see the costs. I need you to do mm-hmm. it for me." So okay. I do. I do have one-on-ones, also one-on-one opportunities, and also consultations. So if you're right. not sure, you know, most definitely check out one of my consultation options uh, that are, that's out there. Um, You know, if you're more of a hands-on person, maybe just that two hour consultation is all that you need and you go Mm -hmm. forward. Um, Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, the two hour consultation, you thought that's all you needed. You realize, no, I need, I actually need it more. So I, so I do offer, you know, the opportunity to have the conversation with individuals. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with the consultation, the two hour one, if someone kind of needs you to kind of hold a hand again somewhere down the road, do you offer that continued, um, I guess, follow-up service, I guess you should say? I do. I do offer uh, six months and 12 months coaching. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, so if you're always like, okay, I want it all. Right. That, uh, so, I, you know, my business does offer that and we, we give you all. We give you everything. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That is very good. Well, that, so is there any other valuable nuggets you'd like to share that we <laughs> haven't covered yet? Share with our listeners. Uh, my biggest thing is God has gifted everybody That's with right. a gift and a talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know we look at some people who have something similar to what we have. Um, you are made to do what you need to do to reach the community uh, that you're in. And don't let that stop you. Just go for it. But understand that you may have to invest in yourself. So you may not, you know, you may have to take away Starbucks coffee for a month to (laughs) invest in yourself. But if you don't invest in yourself, then you won't grow because the growth comes in the connection and the partnerships and the networking, because it's impossible for anybody to know 
everything. That's right. Mm-hmm. So true. Wow. That's good information. Yes. Got some wisdom on you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michelle, um, you've shared quite a bit of information with us, and um, I really do appreciate that for sure. But I'm not going to let you get away without doing a little fun question that I'd like to do with each of my guests. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Were you ever really passionate about something and then suddenly lost interest? If so, what was it? If you don't mind sharing it. Ooh, that is, um, I don't know if that's a fun one, (laughs) but I do. When you said that immediately, it it immediately popped up was that, uh, before I had my first child, I had told my husband, oh, I'm going to start my own business, this, that, the other. You know, I was working this, that. And when I had my baby boy, uh-huh. nothing else mattered. It's like when I had no pet, I was like, I'm staying home. I'm going right. to take care of my son. You look, now, mind you, I done wrecked, racked up some bills. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he was like, what? Wait a minute. This is not what we talked about. This is not what we agreed on. <laughs> and I'm like, but look at him. Like, where, where, where else would he go? You know, where else? Who would take care of him? Like, I would take care of him. Right. So, um, it's a good thing I had a wonderful, wonderful mother-in-law who uh, who helped with wow. taking care of my son. But that was the first thing I popped. I don't know why I thought <laughs> about that. Like that's the first thing I popped. He's the oldest. Wow. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because uh, even with this question, myself, um, I know with me, I was really passionate about becoming a freight truck dispatcher. I actually wound up taking two different courses and completing them. And my intentions was to become one, start off part time and then, you know, maybe eventually going full time if it went well. But after I finished the um, dispatcher course, the second one, it was like within two days or so, God like instantly took that desire away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to question it because I was like, you know, all right, I don't put some money out here on these courses. and now I didn't have when I tell you like it was like somebody hit the light switch. Yeah. I had no desire to do it at all. Wow. And then that little still voice led me into <laughs> doing podcasting. I'm like, what? But you know, being obedient, I see where things have paid off. And That's you know, when good. you when you do something, you're obedient, you know, along with that comes confirmation. So Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm going to leave you at giving yourself a shout out. How about giving yourself a shout out and letting our listeners know how they can contact you? Absolutely. So, again, my name is Michelle Lenore, and I can be reached at um, MichelleLenore.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-L-E-N-O-R-E.com. Or you can reach me at Michelle at MichelleLenore.com. Um, most definitely um, check out my link tree. My link tree has the uh, Michelle Lenore. It's link tree, Michelle Lenore. Okay. And um, also I'm on Instagram, but you know, you see most of my work is on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. if you have um, any other questions, uh, I can also be reached at 404 913 
323-3232. But if you want to go ahead and set up a consultation, you can do that at the michellelenore.com website so we can have a conversation. Fantastic. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being a guest on the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast. I really do appreciate you being on our show. And I wish you much success, and I hope to have you back again on our show. Give us some updates and all the good, juicy stuff that you you know have going on in the future. Absolutely. It would be a yes. pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Until next time, peace be with you. This episode is brought to you by My Trucker Pro an online platform for transportation professionals, making it easier to do business. Join for free at MyTruckerPro.com. That concludes our show. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend and make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast.